What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I am your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, as always, I'm Mr. Tommy Mavis. Hey, how you doing? Tommy, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. He was at a bye week this past week, so I was able to watch around the league and, uh, you know, a couple good games and such to, to get, catch up on and whatnot. But for the most part, I kind of felt like there was a, it's kind of like a weak game. Or not a weak game, a week, week, yeah, week, week, if that makes sense. You know, a couple blowouts, a couple not interesting performances, if I if I could say so. And uh, I watched that Giants game. Um, I know, a little, little rough there. Um, but what do you expect? You have Mike Glennon. Hey, it's you know? 21 points. Yeah, they, they did, they did. And like I said, it's it's freaking Mike Glennon. So what, what are you going to do, you know? But uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, Lamar Jackson had a little bit of a scare too. Which, I, which I'm kind of, I'm sure Ravens fans are breathing a sigh of relief because uh, he, it wasn't as serious as people thought. I mean, what's the deal, though, with that is the real question. Like, yeah, he might he might be out this week is uh, what I'm what I'm thinking. Um, nothing nothing official yet. I don't know what his, uh, what his practice uh, participation was, if it was limited or such. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's something to keep an eye on as the week goes out. Yeah. Um, I'm in the fantasy playoffs, so there's that. You know, had uh, Rodgers and Devontae Adams, like, kill it. So that, that was pretty awesome. Yep, yeah. Uh, you know what? If you had Jonathan Taylor this week, you probably would have made it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's rough. Actually, you won anyway, right? I won anyway, but yeah. it, 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 I needed points, and I didn't get the points. So yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's, it's the worst uh, fantasy Fantasy year of my career. Um, I had three teams all missed the playoffs, which has never happened to me before. Gotcha. Um, and it's, it's a rough year, but, you know, you got those years. Right. Sometimes you just have those years. And, you know, I in the leagues I had, I, I was happy with the, the players I drafted, but a lot of them just really underperformed this year and did not meet the expectations that a lot of people set out for them. And that that's not even football, that's sports that happens. So it you, is what it is. You want to hear a shot in the nuts that I got this year? Yeah. In our keeper league, right? Yeah. So I had the choice between keeping Justin Jefferson or Darren Waller. I made the choice to keep Darren Waller because I thought finding a good receiver was easier than yeah. finding a good tight end, right? Pretty, pretty, you know, yeah, it's, no, it's no, logical. It it's it's yeah, logical. We talked about this. Darren Waller has been a complete disappointment this whole year. He's actually injured right now. And thank God I have Zach Ertz. Because I think with DeAndre Hopkins now being out for the year, that's going to open up reception to Zach Ertz a little more. So hopefully that works out. And uh, But, you know, it would really be nice to have Justin Jefferson. Yeah. And, and the thing is with Justin Jefferson, who I love, and I actually pointed this out, uh, not last week, I think the week before, uh, I, I, I sometimes expect like sophomore slumps. Uh, or, you know, I still expected Jefferson to be a really good player, but maybe almost like not as good. Like sometimes people put more attention on you. Yeah. And you're not as good as you were your rookie year that you followed out on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and sometimes you are. Uh, he's been even better like this year and just pretty much like unstoppable. Yeah, like, he has. He just gets open down the field and he, he's just an all around like number one receiver. He can do it all. Yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun to watch. And, yeah. um, yeah, I, I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it happens. I'm not the only one, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll say it. I was dead wrong. Yeah. I thought he was going to be more of that slot type of guy that you heard coming out of the draft from some teams. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're eating our words there. So yeah. there's that. 
Um, can we start off a little Eagles talk real quick? Let's do it. All right. Uh, so Eagles are back at practice this week. Nick Sirianni met the media. Jalen Hurts is still a limited participant with his ankle. So last week I said that I think that he has a high ankle sprain and that it might be a little worse than they're saying. And I think that's coming to fruition. He's splitting first team reps this week with Gardner Minshew. And last time that happened, uh, he started, uh, Gardner Minshew started the game against the Jets. Apparently, I think Tom Pelissaro reported before that the Eagles staff knew that he wasn't going to be able to go that week. This week seems like more of an up in the air kind of situation. But let's just, let's just, you know, for shits and giggles, let's just say uh, Jalen Hurts can't go and Gardner Minshew completely just looks good against yeah. the Washington football team. What do you do? <laughs> that what do you is, do if that happens? What do you do if that happens? That's the whole thing is I don't know. And this is what I was a little bit worried about because what, what is your end goal for like, because I think like, I love how you're going here. I'm like, you finish. Min- Minshew. Uh, and like, I think Minshew is an absolutely capable quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I think he has a limited ceiling and I think that's been known for his entire, he obviously exceeded expectations in Jacksonville. Uh, and prove that, like, okay, like, this guy can play football, he can win your football games, um, you know, if you need to. It, it, do you want him as your franchise quarterback? Obviously not, we'll say. Um, but, again, he's proven to be, like, a Ryan Fitzpatrick, like, you know, a guy can definitely be a bridge quarterback, and that's great. A lot of teams need that. Yeah. Uh, especially in situations that a team like the Eagles are in. Yeah. But in a year where you are trying to figure out if you got something with Jalen Hurts and if he may be a franchise quarterback, which, you know, a lot of people, like, he's, he's fighting an uphill battle with that. He always has been. But I think he's shown, like, more than what people expected. Mm-hmm. Um, he's shown flashes of, like, oh, wow, this guy is really good. And, you know, obviously he's had his bumps in the road, but a lot of quarterbacks do anyway. Of course. Um, Even the greats have him. And maybe, you know, with another year of experience, another year under the system, more weapons, stuff like that, he, you know, gets better and better and better. And again, it's the same thing with these rookies uh, this year with, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. All of them are different, have different ceilings and whatnot, and expectations have changed, but it's the same deal. So... If I were the Eagles, what I would do is if Jalen Hurts is healthy, I'm rolling with Jalen until the end of the year. And then I'm at the end of the year evaluating everything that I've seen and I'm making a decision then. Uh, and I'm looking at the draft. I'm saying, you know, are these guys, do we think that these guys are, are better than, are going to be better than Jalen Hurts? Or do we want to wait another year where the class is significantly stronger? Or in this next offseason, do we look to make a trade? All those things come into play, but I think the best course of action is to ride with Jalen. The only way I ride with Minshew is if Minshew comes out and looks very, very good and very comfortable against Washington and they win and you you see a path to the playoffs. Even though for someone like me, it's more about the long term where I'm like, you know, if we make if we make the playoffs, obviously the goal is always to make the playoffs, but and you never know what can happen in the playoffs. But if you're looking and saying like, you know, even if we make the playoffs, it, it's a real tough climb 
to make it anywhere past the first round. Yes. Because uh, you're looking at probably going to Dallas. It, it, exactly. It, or it's just anywhere. Like, yeah. Whatever, however you end up. Uh, does that really make a difference to you, you know, long term? I, I don't think it, it should, but, you know, obviously teams think a little bit differently. Um, but that, I feel like if that is the case, you got to ride the hot hand in, with Minshew. Um, but me personally, so I'd understand it. But me personally, I, I'd ride Jalen out to see if I can get any more tape and, you know, and any more on Jalen Hurts. I think it's the best course of action just for future considerations. I, I thought I'd have something to bring to this, but you said it. I agree with everything you just said, um, 100%. So now let me throw another scenario at you. Jalen Hurts is good to start. What if he comes out and has a performance, like let's say he, I don't know, by halftime, if he looks like he did against the Giants? You pull him? Um. Yeah, I mean, if the game if the game is so if the game is completely out of hand, actually, I, I mean, it could be either or. If the game is completely out of hand, you might just say screw it. We might as well just keep him in. But if if the game is and if the game is close, you might just say screw it. I can make an argument for both. But yeah, I mean, I think right now, if you're the Eagles, like you really want that. Uh, not only the experience for your guys, but the the team, uh, you know, the the positive like the attitude in the locker room. Like, if you're able to make the playoffs uh, in a year where you are not expected to make the playoffs, that's good for all the returning guys. It yeah. just is. Um, like I've always said, like I I don't hold as much weight to that as other people do because some people say like, oh, like that is worth more than anything. I don't believe that, but I do believe it's worth something. Yes. Um, so in, in that case, yeah, maybe I, I put Minshew in, especially because he's coming, Hurts coming off an injury. So like, you might just be like, I just don't, if he's, he's just not looking right. And uh, it might be in part due to the injury. So let's just put Minshew in. But right. I, I don't know, like I can make an argument for either or. No, I agree with you. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to piggyback a little bit off what you said. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree. I think that this year is all about evaluating Jalen. Um, this team, I don't believe, and I think I can say this confidently, they know that Gardner Minshew is not the answer at quarterback. They got him for a backup reason. Yeah. Plus, they have him on contract next year on a rookie deal. Exactly. So that's they're going to want to keep him for that. Yeah. So I think I think that if he is struggling like he was against the Giants, I mean, you got to pull. Him. Yeah. You know? I, I, I mean, I would think that they would. Yeah, I think they I think yeah. they would too, especially with so much riding on it. I mean, you got your six and seven. And no, everyone had you four, five, yeah. five wins. You yeah. know, you already exceeded that. Yeah. You could, you could realistically, I think they could win the last three or four games and get to nine wins, which doesn't guarantee in the playoffs. But it it raises my eyebrows that they have something sure. to build for next something year. To build on. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to get your thoughts. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's exactly how I feel. Uh, it, it's a, it's like a it's a tough situation, but it's almost like a good situation to be in. Um, I mean, exceeding expectations is always a good situation to be in. But, uh, yeah, I really think the number one priority is evaluating Jalen. Um, and I think that's slightly over, you know, winning football games, as crazy as that sounds. But at a certain point when you're like this, you, you kind of flip-flop the priorities, like, like in a game-by-game, game by game, week-by-week basis. Yeah. And do what's best for the team, and because that changes each week. Like what's best for the team is one week might be evaluating Jalen, and then the next week you might be like, "Hey, we got to win this football game." Because the 
everything changes each week around the league where you're like, oh, we're legitimately in a position to win the playoff spot. Uh, I'm not going to give my team the, a worse chance of winning and miss that, miss out on that spot by making the wrong decision. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Now I got a little fun exercise for you. The early bird special. It's week 14, weeks not, uh, the season's not done yet, obviously. But, you know, I think you got to feel. 2022 kicks off. Who's the Eagles starting quarterback? And we're this is gonna be an argument. This is gonna, not an argument, but this is gonna be something to discuss from now until July, August, maybe even before that with the draft coming up and trade options and such. Desmond Ritter. Who's Desmond Ritter? Quarterback from Cincinnati. Are you serious? I don't even know who Desmond Ritter is. <laughs> yeah. Um, See how much I look at the college tape before I before yeah. the before the draft. Uh, he's just someone that like I think would be a good fit for the Eagles if they went quarterback. Gotcha. He's got kind of like. A little bit of not, not really like Jalen Hurts, or kind of like Jalen Hurts, but more arm talent, I would say. But maybe like a Justin Fields kind of type player. Not as well. Good. I'm big on Justin Fields. Yeah, not 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 as not as good. I mean, I don't th- like you know how I feel about the quarterbacks in this class. But, I know, I know. Uh, no, I think I honestly think the Eagles are a, a smart enough organization to not bite on the quarterback. Like maybe they do. In the later, like if one falls in like the second or third round, kind of like how Jalen fell to them. Oh god, dude! Jalen fell. They kind of jumped on him, but uh, I don't know. I like. I just feel like the Eagles are smart enough not to like. They're they might be because again, look, they have all these picks, and what I could see them and the team like the Giants doing is potentially using one of those first round trading away one or two of those first round picks this year for the year after knowing that oh yeah that's, that's the a big more, that's like, a big thing in the rumors yeah, for the eagles yeah and for the giants as well so, yeah. and i think that's the smart move is like you see potential franchise quarterbacks in a certain draft you do whatever you can because it's the most important position you get because like they're not players. only scouting this year, they they, they have plans for like oh, every, year, everybody does. years on out. Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone does. does. That's everybody how they prepare does. for it. You yeah, know? obviously a focus is on this year, but they're already scouting. You know, because years and beyond. You can still build a good team, and I think Jalen has proven that he can at least do a certain bit with a with a good team around him to like be a pretty a pretty decent team uh, in the league. And then if you have like capital where you have two first round picks. Yeah. Like you'll you'll be able to move up. And then again, like how many other teams are gonna be drafting a quarterback in twenty twenty three that are gonna be at the top of the draft? Yeah. Like I mean, because again, there could be teams that do it this year and they're like, oh, well we we're not gonna do it two years in a row, and there probably won't be teams that will do that. But yeah, Arizona did it. But exactly. But outside of that, I mean, you look at the Lions. Look at the Texans. I went the Lions first thing, the first team that came to mind. Yeah, but like look at those two teams, and then like given like certain trades, like oh maybe Russ goes somewhere, like then maybe Seattle. You look at Denver and like what happens there. Like you never know what happens, but there's not a lot of teams that are like going to be looking drafted. Denver is a good is a team that I envision being a. I don't know, top 15 quarterback away from being serious contenders. But Denver's also a team that I think is going to draft a quarterback in this year's draft. Like a Kenny Pickett or something like that, or 
a Matt Corral, maybe. Maybe. But, but that I, team, I can see them doing that. That team's ready. I think I think they're more likely to pull a trigger on a trade. Oh, like for like a Russ? I mean, I, I can Not a Russ. That. I think Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, that, that obviously, too. Yeah. Um, and, like, that would make sense. But It would. I mean, you look at, you know, what Denver did with Peyton. They took him a veteran, brought him in. And they built around him a little bit, built up that defense to where it was. Well, I think Elway. Can, that's what Elway needs to do because Elway can't draft quarterbacks worth the And oh, dude, that Tebow. Um, what was that? Oh my God, who's taking the first Paxton round? Lynch. Paxton Lynch. That was him too, as yeah. well. Yeah. So you didn't answer my question. Who's the starting twenty twenty two quarterback? Jalen Hurts. I agree with you. Um, now just we're in the conversation. Really? Who's the starting quarterback for the Giants in twenty twenty two? Uh, I think Daniel Jones. I say Russell Wilson. Yeah, I. Uh, I think they're out. I know that they've done, but that's the thing. It's like saying Daniel Jones is the quarterback in 2022 doesn't mean I don't think that they're out. I think that, like I just said before, is I think that they'll hopefully decide to wait, like wait another year where you have your Bryce Young, your CJ Stroud. I like this. I like Bryce like, Young, man. Uh, He's uh. Yeah, you have, He's interesting. Like, you have those guys coming out, um, and I—I'll be completely honest. Like as much as I love Russ, I don't think like if, if they trade for Russ, and mind you, they have no cap space, and yeah, they sure don't. they can make some room and everything, but still, they don't have any Plus, cap space. They have to build through the draft to build this team. If they trade for Russ, they're trading all the, a lot of those premium assets for Russ, and then Russ comes in. And it's still a crappy offensive line, still a lack of a pass rush. Like they're still it's the same they, thing. What he's doing still, in Seattle? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like the, it's going to be the same thing. Where no it's running like, game. No, like yeah. I, I just like I. It's weird because like as much as like you know how much I kill for us to be a giant. I. He'd wave his trade clause yeah. for him. Like again, like if I was a team like Denver, where I have. Weapons galore, a, a sweet offensive line, and a good defense. Like I, I would trade whatever it takes. Like yeah, I would know. agree with that too. But like they have enough young a, talent. A team like the Giants, where again, like you do have talent at some positions, but you're lacking talent at premium positions, like the offensive line across the board, except for Andrew Thomas, who I'll get into in a second. Yeah, um, yeah, we got to jump on other things. And, yeah. and pass rush, like. And linebacker depth, like like they need to build the team up, and the only way to do that right now is the draft. And if they trade for Russell Wilson, they won't be able to do that. And you're just Ooh. gonna be. Eh. What about Kirky? That was actually something I was thinking about. I just, he just popped in my mind, you yeah. know, because he's like what a last year of his deal. So I I think he might have one more year. Mm, right? Okay. I don't know. I got I gotta check it out, but I think he's in the rumor mill. As well, I mean, that would I would be having a kick-ass year. I would definitely be open to Kirk Cousins if they like, if they did like a two-year deal where they signed him and then like they could still draft a quarterback and just be like, hey, Alex Smith, Patty Mahomes thing, like you know, wait a year or, or a couple games under Kirky, right? Then, but Alex Smith is, I, I get what you're saying, like the the um, the format yeah. of doing that. But uh, Alex Smith was a different kind of person. Like you know, he, you could do that, and it would not. He wouldn't care, and he didn't care. Yeah, you know, I mean, but, would Kurt care? But I, I don't give a shit. If Kurt cares. Like, there's quarterbacks that I care 
for the morale of the team going forward, you're going to want to care about what Kirk did. If he's there for one more year, like, oh, like, again, like, look at the Kurt Warner, Eli thing. Like, Kurt wasn't happy with that. This is like, true. I didn't care. We, we had Eli for damn near 20 years and one, one of Kurt was years. also 35 years know, old, but, right? But you I know? Mean, Kirk, I mean, let's say, like. I think Kirk's like 31. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's not, like, that old, but he's also, like, not a. He's thirty. No, he's thirty-three. Is he? So he's not a spring chicken. God, time flies, dude. Can't yeah, he's thirty-three, dude. I remember him at Michigan State. Yeah, dude. I still remember the whole uh, double dipping of the quarterbacks in round one and round two. Washington. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, like I mean, he's no spring chicken. So it's like, hey, like, like when you sign him, it's gonna be like, hey, look, you have every, you're gonna start, and you'll have every chance to like keep that role. But we're gonna be looking for a quarterback. Like you in kind of that mentor role. Like if you turn out to keep like playing, if you play at an elite level, great. Like that's great. But it, and then if your contract is up, we'll either resign you or you know you can go find another team. But you'll earn another contract somewhere. Like, yeah. Now a lot you... of these guys know as, as as they get older, like they're competitive. Where they're like, I'm gonna play to stay on this team, but they also know that like the situation. Right, of yeah, course. You, you got to make it known to them, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another team to keep an eye on for a quarterback movement is, this shouldn't shock anyone, but Cleveland. Yeah. I think they're, I think Baker's about, you know, he's, yeah. he doesn't really wow me. He doesn't do anything. No. Right? He yeah. just, he's having a crap year. Really crap I year. Mean, I also, and he's been hurt. I, I also think he's getting kind of the shit out of the stick because he's been hurt. He's yeah. so many other injuries and he's just playing through them. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know if Baker is the guy to just take it to the next level. Yeah. Because he, he, he makes, he has some good plays here and there, but then he has some bad plays here and there. And he, ne- he never has like a streak of just like consistency. Like you never know what you're going to get with him. Right. I'd rather have consistency. Like Kirk Cousins, for example, he may not be the greatest quarterback ever, but he's pretty consistent. Like, he is. Yeah, he's pretty consistent. Like, you know, everyone kind of like has always like ragged on Kirk Cousins. But like the dude's been consistent pretty much his whole career. Like, but he's obviously been better with Minnesota. He reminds me of Tony Romo. Yeah. That's, you know? That's very true. You know, he's not like. I would say Tony's a little bit better than Kirk, I would too. Because Tony, Tony could run. Yeah. Tony could definitely run. Yeah. But, but uh, at the same time, it's like, you know, you, like he's not talked about. Like Kirk's. Arguably having one of the best careers in a ball quarterback. He's, you know? He's, I mean, Kirk, I think below Tom Brady, he's, he's yeah, like right there. He's right there. And uh, he just, it just reminds me of Tony because, like, Tony wasn't really talked about too much because he played in a time where it was like Peyton and, like, you know, Drew and Tom and, and Rodgers. But he was also a punching bag like Kirk Cousins. Exactly, exactly. If so, something went wrong with the team, it's all Tony's fault. Absolutely. Same with Minnesota. Yep. If they didn't win, it's all on Kirk. Yep, nope. It's not like a, you know, uh, freaking uh, personal foul call on Greg Ellis or anything. Yeah, like, like that, 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 that was the yeah. thing. It's like, I always kind of like, and again, for, like, for Tony, like, as Cowboys, I was always like, ha ha. Like, yeah, but I was like, after a while, I was like, he doesn't deserve that. Like, yeah, right. Like, he's not the reason they lost the game. Like, yeah, you know? and then there's times I watch Tony back. Like, this guy's pretty freaking good, dude. I know. Like, <laughs> I, 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 in that way with Kurt too. I'd be yeah. watching. I'd be like, I'd be watching certain games. Why do people rag on this guy? Like, I know. He can, he can air the ball out, and like he can put some nice balls out there. And, like, you see, them. when Kirk was in Washington, he would torch the Eagles. Yeah. So I was always like, well, very well aware like of his ability and stuff. But he was getting a lot of scrutiny and whatnot. But for some reason, he turned it on whenever he played the Eagles, and it angered me. But anyway, yeah. 
You want to jump? Uh, no, no, nice conversation. You know, it's nice to see you. Nice to see you too. <laughs> yeah, awesome. You want to get into some week 14 results and stuff yeah. that stuck out to you? Yeah. I want to get into. Do you mind if I go first? Absolutely. All right. So, um, we talked about the Eagles playing the Jets, and I was watching that game, and I was more focused on what the Eagles were doing. You know, of course, we get the Minshew mania, how the defense does. I didn't really care about what the Jets did. I was pretty much just focusing on the Eagles. So. What I did on this bye week was I had red zone on and then I actually watched the Saints Jets game on the other TV. One because my girlfriend's a very big Jet, very big uh, Jets fan, so I like to tune in and you know see what they're doing. Maybe if Zach Wilson's getting a little better, my God, people go to these games. They 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 watch this team. This team sucks. They are, they are so awful. Roberts. There was a time I was like in the off season where Robert Sala became the Jets head coach. I was like, damn, I would really love to have Robert Sala as my coach. Yeah. He is the last person besides Urban Meyer who I'd want to have my coach right yeah. now. He's he's awful. He's yeah. a defensive guy, and he's like the people are averaging thirty freaking points against him or whatever. And this is the thing that I keep saying is like it, it scares me when you have these young hotshot defensive coordinators that do a great job come in and get their first head coaching role right away. I'm like, I don't trust that. I want an offensive guy like to be, if, if you're going to come in and be a head coach for the first time, I want you to have be an offensive guy. Yeah. Well. You can get a, like a defensive coordinator that can control everything else on the flip side. If you're a defensive coach, like, it puts a lot of pressure on an offensive coordinator, and there's more good defensive coordinators in this game than there are offensive coordinators. Where you can have, like I said, like there's still the Jason Garrett's floating around, like like the old timers, yeah, right, that still run this antiquated offense, and it, it, it's just a disaster. And just not really like obviously you're a, f- a professional football coach, so you understand. Like you, Robert Salas still understands how to run an, an offense to an extent. And like understands how an offense goes, not like. Of course, completely. but see, as you're going off about this, and I, I totally agree with you too. It's better to have the offensive guy. I just think an offensive guy brings more to the table in an aspect they can teach better, like technique. And everything. Like you know, everything. they know the entire route yeah. tree. They know where it's supposed to go. All that kind of stuff. Not to say defensive coordinators don't, but I just, I just have a feeling that like knowing the offensive route trees and quarterback reads yeah. and three step, five step, seven step drops, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just brings a totally different aspect. I, I, to the I game. also think that offense is more important. Than Obviously, uh, it just is. In this in this day and age, this in this kind of game, it is. It the way is. this and, game and played. To be honest with you, it's not even close. Like, right. I, I I can't even like I. It drives me crazy when I still hear the offense wins you games, but defense wins you championship. No, no, not anymore, no, not anymore dude. Sorry. Not anymore. Exactly. The offense has to just keep scoring, all, and then hopefully the other team does. All, all, all the good teams, and even like a team like the Buccaneers. Won that had a really, had a really good defense last year. They won because of their offense. Yes, they won because of their offense. And the Chiefs won the year before because of their offense. Like, and what were the Chiefs? And what was happening during that game? The Buccaneers were scoring at will. Yeah, and the Chiefs struggled to keep up. Exactly. And they just had exactly. a couple three and outs, and they got behind fast. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and again, like they had injuries to the or, sure sorry, to their offense. Like, sure. Sure. But like it's the offense that's, that was the downfall. It wasn't you know. Yeah, I was yeah, sorry, I thought you had something else to say. But anyway, watching that Jets game, it was like watching the fourth quarter to the now third preseason game. It was awful. Yeah. It just I can't stress enough. Like I was just watching this game and I'm like, oh my God, people actually watch this. This is crazy. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting, Connor. 
I'm sitting there I'm waiting for Zach Wilson to do something. I and he that. sucks. He he's awful. Really, really bad. Connor, and he's missing open flats open, to tight ends. Open, it's ridiculous. Open, that is what I'm saying. It's because like And he's got the arm. I, I've I've kind of like contradicted myself like for a few, like actually this season a couple times where mainly with Tua, where like I'm always a like, you know, you give a guy a few years because like some guys just it takes some time to get everything down, like everything, like speed of the NFL game, schemes, the play designs, like timing, chemistry with guys, like 100%. whatever. It, t- it takes time. But like at a certain point, like you have to, like you have to show me that something is there. And the issue with, I had with Tua is in college, like I saw everything. And then in the NFL up until, you know, a few weeks ago, like I did not see anything that he did good in college. I did not see it in the NFL. And I was like, I just don't think he's like, he's not even showing me one little ounce of it. Right. Then he started showing. I was like, okay, well there, there I go. I'm, I'm, I was wrong to second guess it. Zach Wilson. And what someone came out and said, like, he's forgotten how to play. Like that he's got a case of the yips. Uh-huh. Like, but like, that's it. Like I'm, I'm looking at him and I, you know me, I was huge on Zach Wilson. I loved I know. him out of college. I'm like watching him play, and I'm just like, "What is going on here?" I like him. I liked him coming out of college. I did not like the fit in New York. I know, all. but but that's the thing is, I don't think that's I don't think it's the fit that's like. I'll tell you why it is because Zach Wilson's ready to play. Let's let's be honest. When he come in, he's he came in college. He's a gamer. So if I were to like, I think you'll I think you'll agree with me because I think I'll make a good point. If I were to change how that draft went. I would have taken Trey Lance if I was the Jets over Zach Wilson. A more raw prospect. Exactly. He takes time for him to groom into a player because you can't roll out a guy like Zach Wilson who's ready to play with a team, a team like, like that. that. I it's, agree. They're terrible. I 100% there's no, agree. there's nothing good on that team. Like Quentin Williams, you could talk about all you want. Like he, but he's by himself. Yeah. He's got no one else with him. Yeah. And this guy. What, what's the name of this player that gave that extension during the season? The defensive lineman they drafted. Not, or, not Carl. No, no, no. no, it wasn't Carl Lawson. They drafted him? They drafted him. I think it was like a year ago. He was having like a good start to the season. And then all of a sudden when he got that extension, he's just been a ghost. A complete ghost. They have no pass rush. Their secondary sucks. Well, their defense is atrocious. Marcus May was basically had one foot out the door yeah, anyway. Yeah. He was hoping he'd probably get traded by the yeah, deadline yeah, if he didn't get hurt. Thought, yeah. And receiving-wise, I mean, Corey Davis is a, is a good player. Uh, Jamison Crowder is a and, decent player. And, and, and Elijah Moore is really showing his stuff, yeah. but he's also a rookie. And now he's like, hurt. And, and he's you know? also a rookie. Like, I mean, you got to expect – Yeah. Like, you got no running him. backs. No running backs. You got no – offensive I mean, line stinks. I mean, Michael Carter, like, has shown, like, ability, but not, like, oh, my God ability. Right, of like, course. But, but, again, that's that's the running back position. Anyway. Yeah, and plus he's a rookie. Yeah. He's bringing it into it. Mackay, I, will, I will say uh, – Makai Becton can't stop eating Wendy's. Yeah, I will say know? Elijah Barrett Tucker has been very good. I was he's just about very, to get to him. He's, he's the only bright spot on that offensive line. They made a trade for uh, what the doctor oh, uh, Tardif. Yeah, yeah. Did I say that? Did I say defense? All right, well, anyway. Offensive, the Tardif uh, from the Chiefs or whatever, yeah, the yeah, doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a he's a good player. I mean, yeah. he started in the Super Bowl last year and whatnot, but they have nothing to work with. Nothing on their team screams like, "Oh wow, that's something to build on." They just they got it. <laughs> I thought Joe Douglas would do a little bit better of a job. And, and, here, and, here's and they the have thing. so much cap. I know. And, well, you know, next year maybe we'll, we'll Who see. Who wants to like, go there? No, oh, 100% that too. Um, but, I mean, you know, New York is always marketable to an extent. But, Not the Jets. 
Yeah, but just being. I would take a pay cut salary to pay for the Giants over the Jets. Sure, well, absolutely, but like, I mean, if they're throwing ridiculous football, if they're throwing ridiculous money at you, like overpaying for you, I mean, who's going to say no? Well, C.J. Mosley did that, and I'm sure he's regretting that. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you know, football like you you don't know what your lifespan is with football, like so you take the money wherever you can get it. But like, I have like meters right for every player that is like coming up, and like, I'm definitely not like. I'm, I'm not out on any any player. I'm not just out on them yet, right? But I have, like, the – oh, like, my meter is, like, 9 out of 10. Like, I'm very confident that they're, like, good now and they're going to be better. Or I'm, like, at a 3 where I'm, like, they don't look great, but they've done – they've shown some flashes. Zach Wilson's at a 1 right now for me. Dude, he might, yeah. he might not be on the list or on I, the, well, the meter. I, I, I know. I, if I, you had to put him on me. Like, well, I'm not putting anyone at 0. I'm not putting anyone completely. Just the throws he was missing is like it reminded me of Matt McGloin. It was awful, you know, like just routine Matt, throws. Matt McGloin, New York Guardian, great. <laughs> yeah, he was actually. Yeah, I remember that. I remember he was like, uh, what do you call it? when the XFL was on? He was talking shit on the, the yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We at halftime or whatever. Oh god, I can't wait for that to be back. I know, me either. Uh, Didn't uh, the Canadian Football League and the XFL merge? I don't know. Or am like, I well, just the rock? Well, it, it, the XFL like disbanded because they went bankrupt but then the rock bottom yeah so they're gonna come they are gonna come back oh the like, rock yeah, bottom ah bottom. dude that's awesome dude yeah so they're gonna come another back guy who has stupid season. money yeah you know <laughs> i don't know what what year they're gonna come back yeah gonna come back. Well, but uh anyway i digress uh i want to give another little i'm gonna i have like uh, a kudos and like a wet willy oh wait hold on wait, actually wait let me see we're about 36 minutes into this pod, and I haven't said I hated Jalen Rager yet, so I just wanted to get that out there. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, good. Um, I <laughs> want to talk about another quarterback that has looked not good, and this could be an issue going forward. And, and this is really just – this team has just been a complete 180 from what I expected them to be because I thought their offense was going to be – the bright spot and the defense be the issue, but the defense is the bright spot and the offense is somewhat the issue. Can I guess or you just want to get it out there? Well, you can obviously guess. It's a, can you give me AFC or NFC? NFC. It's an easy. Is it? Yeah. They're a good team. I'll say that. Russ? No. Um, give me one more. One more. That's it. I'll let you go. Okay, so defense has been really good. Offense has not been as good as expected. Carolina. No. Damn it. Okay, good. Dallas. Oh. Dak has not looked good. Wow. Okay, fair enough. I was watching that game too as well. And the I think that was on at four o'clock. No, it was on a one. So I was spending time watching. Twenty-two of thirty-nine for two hundred eleven yards, one touchdown, two picks. The interceptions he threw. Oh, dude, you see that one? Awful. The one like that got Washington back in the game. Yeah. Like first off. Why are they even throwing the ball there? And no then reason. he throws a pick six. Washington, the, Dallas was destroying them. They, yes. they were they were up, let's say, 24, 27 to 8 in the, going into the fourth quarter. And Washington scored 12 unan- unanswered points, and one of them being a pick six to put them in the game. And luckily, Washington just had, like, a horrible game. Like they shouldn't have. It shouldn't have been a one-score game. Yes. But the pick six, like, that's horrific. And then the other, the other interception he threw was like, I mean, the pick six obviously is worse. That takes the cake. But, but yeah, the other interception he threw, I was like, what was he even like? 
Didn't he have three? He had three picks. No, you said he had two. Oh, yeah, two. Okay, but uh, they, you're right. They were both freaking awful. They were awful, and like he's been bad for a couple weeks now. Like he had, doesn't look. And like I think both of us are Dak fans. Like oh, I, I, love I, Dak. I yeah. really do like Dak um, a lot. Uh, but man, you know, I don't think he's healthy. That, that that might be it. But for a team like this, where when you have your defense playing at this level, like and your offense with the talent that that offense has, you should definitely be a Super Bowl contender. And, like, right now, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm I'm worried going into the playoffs, you know, like a team like the Packers, like, you know. Heading on all cylinders, the Rams with all these COVID issues, yeah. they, still, they look good yeah. on Monday. Yeah. You know, so when they, they're going to get everybody back. I know. So they're going to they're make a pretty decent run towards the end of the year. They might even win that division. They might even get the one seed over, over the Cardinals. You know, yeah, only one game behind him. It's just like, and, I, and you could say this in the AFC too. Like both, this year's a really fun year because there's so many good teams. But like the NFC, where I feel like the elite of the of the elite, like that, like it definitely matters where you finish and like who's the first team you play in the playoffs. Uh, and you know, with Dallas, like the offense performing like it has been. I, I I'd be worried. Like I would be, I'd be worried about like how far. Because again, Dallas should have Super Bowl aspirations, and right now, and like that's not going to change. Like they they obviously still have them, right? But like for a team that has an offense like that, you got to be better. You got to be better than this in the playoffs. Yeah, you're not going to win. You're going to get bounced. Because we're seeing a lot of teams that were struggling in the beginning. They're coming. Yeah. They're coming. To, they're coming to light a little bit. You know, you got the Packers as you just said. Yeah. You got the Rams, you know, uh, coming up too, and you got the Chiefs actually looking like the Chiefs again. So but I, mean, I mean, I know it's not their conference, yeah, but, but I'm still, just saying. But even, but even still, because like it, your defense is playing out of its mind right now, but I want to see that defense against Green Bay. I want to see that defense up against Tampa. Right. I want to see that defense up against the Cardinals, the Rams. Like, I don't think they're going to be as good as they've been. I think like, Aaron will eat them alive. Yeah, that, that's my yeah. that's my thing. Is like, I mean, I think they'll like still have some success because they're good, right? But you can only keep up with how good your offense is. If your offense isn't doing shit and Aaron Rodgers has the ball like all game, like your defense can only do so much. Right, exactly. And like he'll tire, he'll tire that defense all exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. And, and same with Tom Brady. Like I need to see more from even the even offense. the Rams. They'll they'll scheme absolutely, around it. Absolutely. Because McVay, as much as you know, he. I mean, you know, I like McVay. I, I, very I do. Much like I, I like McVay a lot. I think I think he's a good coach. Yeah. He has his offensive design play designs is just insane. I love him. So, but either way, he'll scheme around that that you know Micah Parsons you know saga that's going on. Yeah. And well, here's the thing: is like, I still think guys like that will have success, but is it going to be game changing success in against teams like that? It's going to have to be yeah. if they expect a chance. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and you don't want to put that on those guys. No. Nope. Nope. All right. So uh, next thing I want to give a shout out to is. Deciding whether to go here or here. You know what? I mentioned them. Let's talk about them. The Rams, you know, uh, having COVID issues over the weekend. They're all Henderson sideline. And then, you know, among other players. And then Monday, right before the game, they had Jalen Ramsey go on COVID protocols too as well. But they still found a way to go into Arizona and win that game. And actually, the score makes it look closer than what it was, honestly. Yeah. Because I think the Rams had that game in hand. And oh, yeah. With a couple of blunders, maybe like an onside kick that they probably should have recovered. Kyler Murray was running scared for his life. And one person I want to I want to shout out 
is Aaron Donald. Oh he was in the backfield, it seemed like, every freaking play. He was he was just a monster. And, and Von Miller looked good. He finally. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and uh, Leonard Floyd looked good. Those Leonard guys, had, you know what? Actually, on the Monday Night Football broadcast, they were talking about, you know, Jalen Ramsey, you know, out. The secondary's taking a hit. So they actually had three pictures up of, like, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Leonard Floyd. And they're saying, we're going to need big games from these guys. And, boy, did they freaking deliver. They really did. They Leonard delivered. Floyd had a huge game. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've always liked Leonard Floyd. I like him, too. He was supposed to be a giant. Um, but, you know, giants are idiots. Uh, <laughs> if we know how that story goes. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he really showed up and played well. And this is the Rams team that I'm not going to say I was expecting because I've, I've seen it for the majority of this year, but the last few weeks they have not looked anywhere near the team that they've looked at the beginning of the season. And I was starting to get a little worried and this was the game to do it. And they, they showed up. They showed they up. Delivered. I'm telling you this. When we look back on this year, this is probably what's going to get them the one Turning seed. Point. Yeah. yeah. This is going to get them the one seed. This is going to give them a lot of momentum going forward. And even more just Aaron Donald. He had three tackles. Yeah. Three of them were sacks. They were all sacks. But I will, I will shout out crazy? to um, and this isn't a part of my like actual shadow, but AJ Green, kind of like the ageless wonder right now. He had a he had a he did. good game, looking kind of like the old vintage AJ Green. And I don't think we've talked about this guy at all, but everybody else has but us. Cooper Cup, dude, what a monster he is! Like he does everything good, everything. Give me one more. For, in this, oh. There it is. <laughs> I mean, and it's so funny because like I really liked him out of college and I always thought that he would be a good like a good player and I, I know he's not like the same type of receiver as these because I mean I always thought he was because for some reason in college he always looked a lot smaller than he is but he's a big boy he's 6'2 like 210 like 225 like 220 or something it's like, crazy he doesn't look that big you no know, he's, a, he's a big boy but like I always thought that he'd be like kind of like a, a Wes Welker Julian Edelman type Yes, I, I'm comparing him to wide receivers, but just deal with it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but, like, I always thought he'd be like that where he's, like, he's really good but not elite. Like, one of those. Like, this boy elite. He, he's elite. He's – Like, the year he's putting up right now is one of the best. Like, I, I, I – like, he's putting up one of the best years I've ever seen. He's he's actually – he might be the second best receiver in the league right now. Yeah, I, I, I think he is. people would probably put him one. There would probably be about there put him you, one. You can make an argument. Yeah, like, you could. I still have Devontae Adams I, up I there. I still do, too. Yeah. I, I still have Devontae one. And that's also just because of, like, resume of work. Like, of course. You got to see, like, consistency. I mean, you can make an argument this year that Cooper Cup has been the best receiver this year. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, because if not, he's definitely the second best. Yes. But, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, who cares? Interchangeable. Yeah. Devontae and Cooper Cup, they're at that the same tier. They're both just yeah. as crisp route runners. Yes. You know, it's – and they're not known for, like, their burning speed. But, no, but they have that little bit of – they do. They have enough. They do, but it's their yeah. ability to run those routes to get yeah. open, yeah. and that's what they do. So, anyway, uh, I'll let you get into your other point. And, actually, I want to – we should do an exercise at the end of this. You want to okay. do, like, playoff bracket, how we see it finally sure. coming out? Okay, cool. Sure. My other kudo that I want to give to, and this is a guy who, like, over the course of this year – it's funny I brought up, like, Wes Welker, uh, but uh, – this guy, I always like. I liked him out of Clemson a few years ago, um, but I, I, I definitely didn't. I thought he'd be more of a role guy, um, and like a special teams, like you know, punt returner or whatever. Um, but I've always liked him. But this year, he is like really showing me something. 
And that's Hunter Renfro with – and obviously Oakland got destroyed. I mean, Vegas got destroyed, and I'm not giving any kudos to Vegas. But Hunter Renfro, 13 catches, 170, 117 yards and a touchdown. But just on this year, Hunter Renfro has 86 catches for 877 yards and five touchdowns. He's one of the best route runners in the league. Like, his route running is absurd. He's like, killing it for me on Dynasty League. Yeah, he is – like he is somebody to keep an eye out, like moving forward. Like, because I think I might trade him while I'm high. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I could do that. Yeah. yeah, right. But like, he, he's really impressing me, uh, this year. Uh, and definitely some, I mean, yeah, just someone to keep an eye out for. And I've just been really impressed with watching him run routes and just like, I mean, like, he just, he just finds ways to get open and just get a step on cornerbacks because he's not like you know obviously he's not a physically opposing guy he's not the fastest guy but the way he runs routes he's able to get loose and it's it's really a joy to watch but that's really all i have to say on him. no i agree with it i was actually going to go that route too as well and pick that game because um maybe i'll maybe i'll pick something else let me just scroll up and down real quick because i was that's what i had in mind but um Okay, I'll go somewhere else, but I just want to—I just want to mention too as well. Before the game, they went viral that they actually had a meeting on the field on the Chiefs logo before the game, and they were having like a team huddle, like to pump up and all that kind of stuff. Fans are bowing, you know. Of course, when you meet on the logo, you expect it, right? But, but, but to almost lose by forty points, like thirty-nine points. Like I'll tell you what. What are you doing? You're never doing that again. No, are you kidding me? It's like as soon as you saw it, you're like. Oh well, that's not going to end well, you know. Like it never does. Has it ever? No, like, has it, no. Because in college, it happens all the time. Just against the Eagles, it does. I mean, in it college, always it happens well. all the time. I think I saw it happen one time when I was in Philly, and we ended up losing anyway. But I mean, you know, normally, it never works. The thing is, it, it just pumps up the other team that much more. Like, yeah, absolutely. And, does. And, and, and like, it literally, you see this all the time. Yep. I just don't understand it. Like, I'm all for like, you know mind games and like creating drama and making sport even more fun. Like that's all great. But like that, like doing that is just like, you're just asking to get Molly blocked. I know a hundred percent. So um, the last thing I wanted to bring up on my behalf is I'm going to bring up Justin Fields. So the, they did end up losing by 15 points and the defense led up by 45 and Fields did have two interceptions this game, but I'm just watch just use the eye test. He looks like he's improving yeah. every week. Yeah. Just one thing I want to just point out that he shouldn't be doing, which I hate a lot, is those stupid jump throws that he does. Yeah. That that really turns me off on him. But every week he just seems to be getting a better accuracy, better feel for the game, better feel just, – just more confidence is instewing in him. And it just, it just seems like he's getting better and better. Yeah. And I'm just happy to see it. Well, right now, I mean, I think that Fields is showing that – just in terms of like, I'm not going to say just out of all the quarterbacks, just from what they are, or what they have been and what they will be. But just in terms of play right now, I think Fields is showing the most potential out of all the quarterbacks in the draft. Because, I mean, Mac Jones has obviously been the best quarterback. But again, you know, they're kind of limiting him like they're they're playing to his strengths and they're not throwing the ball downfield. They're doing like intermediate passes. And he's been great at that. And hey. You win football games, uh, just stay, stay the course. Like, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Fields is showing, like, actual, like, like give me the ball ability. Like, I can be, you know, a Patty Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know, exa- be, I know I exactly be, what you like, mean. Like, uh, 
an elite quarterback in this league. We're a safe okay. zone, Connor. You can save yeah. players like Patty Mahomes are talking about other players. I'm yeah. like, oh, he's not the next yeah, Patrick yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, he's showing, like, some ability to build off of where he can be an elite quarterback in the league. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree, man. I just uh, – and – this is a little pat on the back by me, and I like to see it. I just like to see that two of my picks from last year's draft look like they might be hits. Yeah. You know, with Justin Fields getting better, Rashad Bateman has been playing very well. Oh, yeah. He's getting I'm the ball a, huge, a ton over I'm there. A huge yeah, I mean, so Howard Huntley loves Rashad Bateman. Exactly, and so did Lamar. Lamar. Yeah, I mean, well, there was one week he didn't have a catch or whatever, but yeah. I mean, he had plenty of targets like when Lamar was playing anyway. But you know, anyway, you know, two good players right there. You know, hey. This Absolutely. whole this whole rebuild I might be doing might be paying off a little bit, huh? I got Rashad in my rebuild too. <laughs> there you go, man. Good choice, good choice. All right, so you want to get to your final point before we get into playoff picture stuff? Yeah. So my final point. Let's see what I have. Oh, we'll see. Oh, so my other one, and this was this kind of piggybacking off of uh, the Zach Wilson point. Trevor Lawrence. Oh. So, first off, I will say that I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence because I I just think that is a a, just a horrific environment to be in for uh, a rookie quarterback and have all this drama surrounding that team and just having, like, no offensive line. And, you know, I mean, he has has – a decent weapon. Like he has okay weapons, like, you know, not great, but like he has some okay weapons, but like it's a terrible environment to be in, especially when your coach that's supposed to be like molding you in your first year is under all this scrutiny and ha- and the team hates him. And like, you know, you don't know kind of like what to trust with him. Like it's a really tough situation. So like I'm, I'm giving a lot of, I'm not putting a lot of this on Trevor, but at the same time, he has been downright bad. He's been been making very, very bad throws. Um, Because, like, there's there's certain things, like, and I'm sure, like, again, like, you know, look at at Josh Allen, like that situation there. I have no – I'm not worried about Trevor Lawrence not figuring it out. I think he will. But as long as Urban Meyer is there, I'm legitimately worried about his development. And, uh, again, you know, the timeline of development for a quarterback is very, very short. And as long as this goes on, like if this goes on another year, even if Trevor ends up figuring it out, you could be looking at, you know, the difference between a great quarterback and and a good quarterback. Yep. Or a mediocre quarterback. Yep. And what a shame that would be for a guy with this amount of talent to just end up being like, you know, an okay, an okay quarterback. Am I crazy? Like when I watch Trevor, I'm not impressed at all. No, I, well, I mean, like, I mean, no, no, I mean, like, even like, I, but like, I look at besides the stats and like, you know, some things, but like his decision making. Well, th- that's that's the one thing that I've been concerned with, right? Is the decision making, but. Like, you see, that's the thing is, though, like, Josh Allen's first year, I was like, this guy sucks. Like, yeah, he true. sucks. Like, bad. And you know what? That was decision-making. Like, the reason he sucked was decision-making. Uh, Eli Manning. But you could fix like, that. I know. Same with Trevor. Because, yeah. again, Trevor's got everything else you want. He's got arm talent for days. 
He's got mobility. He's got the physical attributes. He he can he can do every. He's a five tool. He's literally a five tool quarterback. Uh, but like again, he's got a lot of like Andrew Luck in him. But I mean, there's a lot of things that come into play. But, yeah, another four pick game too. Yeah, like. But to your point, they're not helping him. I mean, you not. give the ball to James Robinson six times. Yeah. You ran the ball in total, minus Trevor Lawrence running the ball once, seven times. Well, and, and their offensive line is atrocious. Like it he's is. Got, he's gotten sacked I th- and, and pressured, I think. Him and Zach Wilson, I believe, are the most pressured or sacked yeah. quarterbacks in the league, which definitely has a correlation there. Um, but, I, like, there, there's a difference between having, like uh, – a man rookie season, which I pretty much expect from most rookies anyway. Yeah, like like a, like a Justin Fields rookie season right now would be exactly how I'd expect and be like an encourage. I'd be like, that's an, like you know what? Not you great, see not, blowing, not blowing the roof off, but that's an encouraging rookie yep. season. That's Absolutely. fine. That's fine. Mac Jones, like wow, you exceeded expectations. I'm very excited about that. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson right now, and it's not all their fault, and it's a little bit different with each, but. It's kind of like this is disappointing. It's not just like, a, oh, like you know, there's some good, some bad, but like I, I can I can take that for rookie year. Like, right. It's been very disappointing, and you know they're both on really bad teams. They but, are, but still, like, but with the way, first and second picks. But the way it's going, they're you're ruining them. I know that's yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. You're absolutely ruining them. That's the problem right now. Is you are you are not helping them get better. Like you were running because right now, teams like Jackson and it's different. Like teams like Chicago, which like obviously they're not, they have a bad record and everything. But like, and there's definitely holes. I'm not. They're not a good team, but they're like they have like a, a roster there, right? Like they have a little bit of a roster. Um, San Francisco, obviously, yes. Um, but Jacksonville and the Jets, like they're they're both like terrain wrecks like they don't have a roster at all yeah and that obviously plays a part into you know and they have no sense of direction that's the thing you know no like like at least like good point with chicago they have pieces you see what they're doing like you kind of can make up like you know what the plan is all that kind of stuff they have young talent to build on they have you know decent you know um, well, they don't have to check up as many picks this year because they gave it away to get fields, but hey, maybe that was a good decision. But anyway, yeah. hey, if you but get like, your franchise quarterback, then it's always good. Exactly. And when I look at just these rosters and just like their plans and like their free agent acquisitions last year, the draft picks, I don't know what they're doing. I, I mean, they got Shaquille Griffin um, to play corner, and he's been okay, you know, but other than that, I mean – I just even like okay, perfect example. The big talk before this year was Lavisca Chenault was going to have a breakout yeah, season yeah, this year. And I, ex- I expect Trevor to Lawrence is going to love throwing him all year. He hasn't, hasn't at all. No, hasn't. They haven't used him. But you know what though? That's the other thing is, uh, who who's the coach uh, for Urban? Uh, what's his face? Doug Marone. Doug Marone. Yeah. So you can say all you want about Doug Marone. He used LaVisca Chanel the way he should be used. Like, he was using him as a gadget all over the field, like, everywhere he could. Urban's not doing that. No. Bottom line here, if Urban is still the coach of Jacksonville next year, shame on everyone. Shad Khan. Shame on him. Yeah. Because, first of all, I don't understand. With Shad Khan, 
after the, the the bar dancing thing, like Shah Khan was like, I thought he was on the verge of firing him there. You he know, was like, I'm very disappointed. And then uh, earlier in the week where um, the other stuff came out about him saying the coaches or losers or whatever, Khan was saying, like, there was a report that said Khan uh, isn't looking to fire uh, or Meyer or, like, there's a good chance that he keeps him another year. I was like, you cannot keep this man another year. Where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's just fire. Like there's just blatant fire. But like, look at. But I, I know it's not everything. But look what look what they're doing. They're still paying Marone. They got. They just signed Urban Meyer. He's making tw- ten to twelve million per year. If they fire him, they're that's going to leave sixty million on the books, as it's as this source says, through twenty twenty six. If they keep him, they ruin Trevor Lawrence. <sighs> um, I mean, I think. I think he's out this year. I think it's a one and done. But I think that bar scene, that was like, what, week four? Yeah. So that's like, come on, you're four games into the year. Like, okay, that's that's a pretty big hiccup. I can't remember out of all these years, you know, watching football, reading the news, you know, just staying up to date with all the rumors, all that kind of stuff. I've never seen a coach not fly home with a team. No. Never. I've never seen Espe- it. Especially a rookie yeah. coach that, like, after a heartbreaking a loss, terrible loss, and, like, a guy that, like, you know, when you're coming in to coach a team that has no talent, you're not going to be a good team. The most important thing you got to do is keep the locker room together. And that's why I give a shout out to Dan freaking Campbell. Those guys love him. When they won that game, that's the difference. He played the game. Exactly. Yeah. And he came in, but yeah. Dan Campbell, like, has – obviously, we talked about this before. Came in to a rebuilding team, an absolutely rebuilding team. Maybe, like, the most I've ever seen. And, like, so you knew, you knew – as, as he was coming to the job, he knew no, no expectations. His main goal was to develop his young talent, start to get a culture started over there. Yep. And, you know, work with some guys uh, and – just create a good locker room environment and something to build on. And that is exactly what he's achieved. And his players love him. I mean, did you see like what they gave him the game ball? When, when like, they won his first game? Yeah. Jared Goff stormed off the field, the happiest can be, went right for hugged, Dan Campbell. Yeah, they hugged and like Dan yeah. Campbell was like loving it. All of his players came together. They love him. They come together for him. Like, you can, tell me this is Trevor Lawrence at, and I mean, you can look at talent. I'll, I'll say one thing good about Detroit is their offensive line. But talent-wise, overall, it's very similar to Jacksonville in terms of, like, overall talent on the teams. I would agree. Yeah. Is Trevor Lawrence having as bad of a season in Detroit as he is in Jacksonville? I mean, Detroit – I mean, Detroit is, like, some games they're putting up some points. Like I think Detroit even has maybe a, a win or two more should, with I Trevor mean, Lawrence. First off, there, there's a couple games they could have won. Yes. Like, but but it, 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 it's not even about the wins and losses. It's about just the development and how they're like how they're like. No, I don't. I don't and, think Trevor Lawrence is having four interception games on the on the Lions. That I will say. But they have a good staff over there. You know. Yeah. You know, I mean, he did. I, he has Deuce Staley over there. I love Deuce. You know, he was in Philly for years, and players love Deuce. They he like. He just like has a lot of people on that staff who have played the game. Yeah, you know, I, I, and I love that. I as, love that too. As coaches, and I'm a, I'm a big Deuce Daly fan. Yes, I, you hire a guy who has either played 
or has played the game at a professional level. Yeah. You know? So I, I like that. that. They know what it takes to win. That I, I really think environment and culture is so important for a young player, especially a young quarterback that has uh, like years of hype behind him. Like, and the culture in Jacksonville is the worst in the league. And, you know, what, where, where's the motivation for these guys? Like you're hearing anonymous play, like sources from players coming out every week with something that they hate him. Like, Oh, they don't respect him. They don't like him. Like, that matters. That translates. They're the laughing at him when he's yeah. explaining the um, the trip to – well, not the trip. Him staying back in Ohio or whatever. The, they're laughing at him. The coaches – the other coaches don't like him. Like, there's no desire to win. There's no motivation to do good, do, do great things where he gets the credit for it. Because he walked in there, I'm Urban fucking exactly. Meyer. Exactly. I'm sorry. I forgot to give you, like, a little earmuffs. Yeah. But, <laughs> that, but that is a huge problem, and I – I really just think they need to just stop this train as soon as possible. Like, are they going to fire him before the end of the year? No. Probably not, but... You let him finish out now. But there is no excuse for him to come back another year. No. I don't care how much money you're giving. Like, there's more important things than the money you have to eat. And it's ShotCon. Like, they they have money. Yeah. Whatever. I agree. I agree. All right, so that wraps up, uh, you know, stuff that stuck out to us for week 14. Yeah. Um, and before, want to do that exercise with the playoff yeah, picture? Okay, sure. so are you, on, are you on the page right now on NFL.com? If you go to NFL.com and go to standings. Yeah, uh, uh, there's just playoff picture right there. All right, that's fantastic. Yeah. So you see it says in the hunt, in the hunt, and then AFC, NFC. It says yep, all that? I have it all there. All right, perfect. So you want to do AFC first? Yeah, let's go AFC first. Okay, so how, how should we do this? Um, should we just do like one seed, like who you see being there? Do yeah. you see the right now? It's the Patriots. Yep. Do you see the Patriots sticking it there? <sighs> no. Okay. I don't. Why and who? I I think the pa- I, I think the Patriots. Well, let me look at actually. The, the Patriots. Uh, we don't even know the strength, the strength of schedule or anything. So they play the Colts uh, on Saturday. Yes. Uh, and then in Indianapolis. Yeah, and then they play. I'm thinking about starting the Colts defense in fantasy this week. Maybe the Colts have been real. They've been looking good. Nope. Um, and Carson surpasses, hopefully, knock on wood, the uh, 75 yeah. uh, percent uh, snap uh, count. Uh, but then they play Buffalo again. Uh, after I think that, I, yeah. And then let's see. So, uh, or actually, no, no, good. I'll let you go. Yeah. Just, and then they play Jacksonville. Okay, so Jacksonville could put up a fight there. Yeah. Not bad time. It's like what week seventeen, eighteen. They play, and then they play Miami. You know what? I am assuming Patriots. Patriots, okay. Uh, I was gonna say the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are like starting to yeah, get their mojo back. You know what? I think Titans finish in the one spot. You do? I do. I think yeah. Titans finish in the one. Get an extra week. Get Derrick Henry back. And maybe they get their other reinforcements back. I mean, Julio's coming back, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah. Then I think that who do you who do you see finishing in two? Uh. 
I have the Chiefs finishing in, in two. I agree. I have the Chiefs finishing in two as well. I have, and then I have the Titans in third. So I'll switch the Titans with you. I'll have the Patriots in three. I think the Patriots – they have a two-game lead on the uh, yeah. on the Bills right now, and I think that's just – I don't think the Patriots are going to lose, um, you know, three games or whatever to uh, close up the year. Yeah. Um, so four, got the Ravens, um, eight and five. Wow, Bengals losing against the Niners was I know, huge. I, know. I, I think I keep the Ravens there. Honestly. Yeah, like I mean, obviously, this is all dependent on Lamar coming back. Like, so I'll just say with him coming back, I would have them finishing four. Uh, I don't know what their what their record is going to be, but just the climb up because, like, yeah, you have the Browns uh, losing. And I mean the Brown the Browns winning and, and the, the Bengals losing, but they're still so they're a game back. And the Browns I, have a huge COVID issue right now. Yeah, I, I just I, I find it hard for them to get it. I, I mean they're right there. Obviously both teams are, but I, I think the Ravens hold on to that fourth spot. I think the Bengals overtake them at some point. They 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 could they, they could. could. I, I tell you, I'm loving the Bengals right now. But so I think the Bengals are going to take the fourth spot. Okay. Um, and then I have the Ravens getting in the wild card, probably at five. Okay. Well, so to be honest with you, as the wild as the wild card looks right now, Chargers, Colts, Bills, I have it exactly that in that order. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and I'll say I think the Chargers and the Colts are both rising. Uh, we we were talking about the Chargers. Uh, what two weeks ago, saying that we've been a little disappointed with them. I think they're starting to put it together. They are, and Herbert is looking just. This next game is huge against the Chiefs. Yeah. It's huge. Um, if the Chargers, both teams, yeah. If the Chargers win, they overtake the spot in yeah. the division. Yeah. Um, but I think the team I've been most impressed with is the Colts. They're just a, yeah. They're a train right now. Like I think the Colts drop out of the playoff picture. Really? Yeah. I I don't I don't. Maybe I'm smoking something, but I'm gonna go Ravens, Bills, Chargers. Yeah. Or Ravens, Chargers, Bills. No, Chargers, Ravens, Bills. Okay. I think the Chargers are gonna stick in the fifth spot. So we agree with Bills in the seventh spot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have it exactly how it is with Chargers, Colts, Bills. Um, that sucks too. I thought the Bills are gonna be better. Yeah, I did too. Um, and you know, uh, there's a lot of questioning with, you know, Brian Dable. Uh, like with McDermott and Dable, I don't know what's going on there, but I, you know, I, you know what I really think the problem is, and not that they like last year they didn't do it really as much either, but I think it's really starting to bite them. Is the lack of a run game? Yes, is really hurting them. They didn't run the ball to the third quarter. I, uh, and they they can't like they don't and they can't and like they they need they need to figure that out. And I think Breed has been he, he's been looking. I like Breed too. I like I think Breed has been like. Pretty good, but their refusal to run the ball is really hurting them in the passing game. It is. And teams are just like, oh, okay, we're just going to two deep safeties. Yep. Like, run it. Yeah, contain them, you know, Josh Allen. Give us Zach Moss or Devin Singletary or, or Matt Breida. Like, we'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, and it's hurting Diggs, too. It's hurting everybody. Yeah, it's hurting everybody. It's, it's, it's literally hurting everybody. Um, and I really think that's a big issue that they need to figure out next year. I, and, like, look. The Bills have a team where they can absolutely, you know, still win games big, and you know they can make a run for the Super Bowl. They have that type of talent on their they team. They could, but 
I really think they need to figure out this this run game, this run pass like uh, ratio. Yes. Next year. They're going to have to because, I mean, they lost Tredavious White for the year. Yeah, He's know, gone. I know. So they're going to have to not put as much on that defense to, uh, you know, to, to stress out the whole game. Because that's the other thing. They're going to need ball control. That's, that's what I was just about to say. Because I was like, it's one thing to run to set up the pass, but it's also to control the time possession, yep. the clock, and everything. You don't want the other team like, getting a rhythm on offense, all that kind of stuff. You have a couple incomplete passes. Time stops, you're three and out, yep. boom. It's all about, you know, time management, clock management, you know, time possession. Exactly. Uh, and I think that's a, a real issue, and I think that's why the Bills are where they are, and I think that's where they stay. I think they'll win, um, you know, a few more games. I think they'll beat the, Pan- they'll beat the Panthers uh, this upcoming week. But uh, I just think with those other two teams, uh, you know, on the rise, I, I don't know. I, I think they stay at seven. Fair enough. And but I, I gotta say, this year is so much fun uh, because just on the bubble and like and me right now, I have these teams missing the playoffs. But there's teams that I'd love to see make the playoffs, and there's teams that I'm still excited for. But the Bengals are right there. The Browns are right there. The the Broncos are right there. Um, I don't see the like, I don't see the Broncos. Uh, making it. I don't see the Steelers making it, but they're right there. Yep. Even the Raiders are still in the hunt. The, every every team uh, in the AFC, for, for the most part, is in the, the hunt right now. They're right there. I Absolutely. Mean, and you say the same for the NFC. And too. the freaking Dolphins keep freaking winning. Just I killing know. me, dude. We're one in seven at one point. I know. Anyway. Okay, we're getting it together, but yeah. All right, yeah. Let's jump to the NFC. Okay. All right. So we got the Packers in one. I think you'll agree here they're going to stick in one. I, I think they're going to stick in one. Okay. So then I think uh, you'll agree with me here too as well. The Buccaneers are going to stick it too. I think they're going to stick it too. Now here's where it gets interesting. I have the Rams overtaking the Cardinals for the three spot. I do too, but here, here's the other thing is Cardinals are playing the Lions because every game matters oh, at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. Cardinals are playing the Lions – uh, Rams are playing the Seahawks, so actually that's something I want to look at real quick because that is gonna that, that's gonna factor into. We're gonna decision. look at strength of schedule for the right Cardinals. Now. So all right, I'll look at Rams. So no, I mean I'm looking at both too. All uh, right, so I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah. Because right. look, <laughs> next not this upcoming week, the week after, Rams are at Minnesota. That's a tough game. I mean, yeah. again, like I think every game for the Rams is winnable because they're just really good, but. Uh, and well, Colts at Arizona, that's a tough game for both. Okay, that's a that's a swing game for either. Uh, then we have the week after that, uh, Arizona at Dallas and uh, the Rams at Baltimore, another swing. And then the last game of the season, the last week of the season, you have. San Francisco at the Rams and Seattle at Arizona. So it like it is real tough, but wow, the Rams might actually not overtake them then. Yeah, like it, like I uh, I don't know. I don't think. I mean, to be honest with you, in, in this case, I don't think it's going to matter because I think the Rams. Well, actually, so let's see if if the Rams end up in the fifth seed. So you have the Packers on the bye. Um, so what with the Ram? If the Cowboys, is the Cowboys are going to get the fourth seed? I have so 
Let, let's get that right. Cowboys in the fourth seed. We have that. Agreed. Um, so what the the Rams, the Rams play the Cowboys then, right? Yes. Yeah. Rams play the Cowboys. 49ers play the Cardinals. And Washington, right? Well, well, well and well, Washington well, will play the Buccaneers as, as it stands right now. But we'll get to the other teams. But, Absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd still like the Rams over the Cowboys. Um, but, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stick with Arizona at three just because of the schedule. Even though I think there's swing games, but I think I'd favor both the Cardinals and the Rams in those games. Yeah. Um, but it's that that last week that kind of like San Francisco at, at the Rams and Seattle at Arizona, I have more faith in Arizona beating Seattle than I do the Rams beating San Francisco. However, the Rams are definitely going to want that one back after that one week. But San Francisco is looking real good. They are looking good. With Kittle, Kittle back and like when they're going to have Debo back again, that defense, I mean, Bosa yeah. is playing out of Debo was back right this now. past week. I know, but they weren't really, At full strength. They, they weren't really using them that Yeah, much. gotcha. Uh, but all right, so I have Packers at one, Bucks at two, Cardinals at three, Cowboys at four, Rams at five. Now we get into six and seven. Yes. Okay. So I just want to get this out there. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna still stick with it. I'm gonna flip flop the Rams and Cardinals. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I, I think that's absolutely fair. And absolutely, we could totally see that. I have the 49ers at six. Okay. Um, I, I don't see them leaving that six spot. The seven spot's interesting. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the Vikings take that seven spot. I think so too. From Washington. I don't think the Eagles are gonna do enough to get in, and I think that's the only team with a threat to that position. Yeah. And that's just surely based on strength of schedule. Yep. Because they have Washington, and they have the Giants, and they have Washington again, and they have Dallas, who will probably not be playing for anything. Yeah. So I, I agree 100%. Uh, I also think it's crazy that Atlanta is a game out of – well, actually, they're, technically they're not a game out, um, but they have the same record as Washington. But the fact that Atlanta is in the hundreds – Washington probably has that better NFC schedule. Well, yeah, NFC uh, record. Yeah, yeah, it's got it. But like, yeah, all right, fuck just, me, right? <laughs> it's just insane that Atlanta is actually in the playoff picture. Yeah, right now. isn't it? After how bad they started, and woof, did they look bad? And I was no, Matt Ryan's actually been playing decently. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying he has Russell Gage looked really good. Yeah, taken over. The number one wide receiver role. Dude, um, imagine they had Calvin Ridley, man. I know. That, that's what I'm saying. By the way, hope he's yeah, all right. Me too. Yeah. Um, and I tell you what, they, the Giants are still in it. <laughs> the Giants are still on the bubble. By, by proxy. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that crazy? Like, uh, Four and nine, baby. They could win out. Uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't I, make I, it anyway. I, yeah, it wouldn't. I would Even lose, the Seahawks, with how bad Russell's looked, is still mind. in it. Yeah. Carolina with the freaking – how many quarterbacks have they used this year? Yeah. But I mean, Darnold might be starting this week. I, I, I just – Carolina is just – Poor Matt Rule. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I they like him. Be, they're doing, They're going to do something about that quarterback position. He wanted to coach the Giants, you know that? Uh, no, I know. Yeah. I know. He grew up a Giants fan. Yeah, he wanted to coach the Giants. I'm well aware. And the Giants didn't even – they said, no, never mind. We don't want to interview you because we already got our guy. No, well, that's what right. happened. And Which, probably going to keep him next year too, huh? Oh, no, they're definitely – I know. I I told you that. I told you they were. Mara loves them. They're keeping them, and no matter what anyone says or thinks, they're keeping them. Like, right. This is what it is. Like, right. 
Hey, but don't, 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 don't get mad at me. I'm just I'm not. I'm mad at the situation. <laughs> I, and I told you, I'm mad because it, it, it's whatever about Joe Judge. Say whatever you will about Joe Judge. It's just the fact that by already deciding you're keeping him, you are limiting your GM search. You are. And that, I think, is just asinine. Well, they didn't. Well, in their defense, they didn't say it. This is Ralph Vacchiano that came out and said this. Or about reported what? this. Keeping Joe Judge? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I know him keeping Joe Judge. Is I Ralph Vacchiano like... I hate him. And but I've he got, knows his I've stuff. Got, He's I've tapped got, in. I've gotten into many arguments with him, and I don't like him, but he is tapped in. And other sources that are even more tapped in have said it. Okay. Okay. I mean... It could change. Let's but, I mean, you know, you never know what can happen. Absolutely. I mean, he can do pull an Urban Meyer, but I don't Perfect see example. That. Last year, everybody reported Doug Peterson safe. True. And he's gone. True. And that was kind of like last game of the year is probably what turned that. So you never know. Probably. But one thing I wanted to look at, actually, and I don't think it'll matter because Seattle, again, strength of schedule. They're, they're at the Rams next week. Then they have. I just want to look, uh, and they have, they're playing Chicago at home. That's a winnable game. They better win that game. Yeah. Uh, wait, Detroit, who is it? wait, who is this? Seattle. Seattle. Okay. Then the then the week after Detroit at Seattle. Okay. And then the last week, I think they're at Arizona. So, okay. So they're both they're at Arizona and at Rams. And let's see. So if they go two and two, then they'll be what seven and nine. Yep, seven and nine. Which I mean, technically you, they could like they could get in, but if they're able to steal one of those games, they might have a shot at getting into that seven. Isn't that seat, crazy? Is insane. I know. Probably not going to happen. A lot of things have to. A lot of dominoes have to fall in their in their favor here. But hey, they're not dead. They're not dead. They are not dead. They are not dead. Which but they also don't control their own destiny. They don't. You know, so there's that. I mean, if they if they win out, if they go 4-0, I would expect them to get that seven seed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like that's uh, – you know, a lot of things to go right. They do. To happen. They do. Playing at Los Angeles and at Arizona, when both of them are vying for the number one seed. Yep. Like – I just uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I I don't think so, no. but, but they hey. can win two. But hey, they can win two of those games, and like, who knows? Like, they can win two of those games. Washington can crash and burn. Vikings can crash and burn, and the Eagles can crash and burn. Uh, I think the Eagles win three of four. I can see that. So what they have? Washington, the Giants. I think they the win on Sunday. They win against the Giants. They lose at Washington, and then they beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys have nothing to play for. So they're going to finish. And they're going to be sitting, guys. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. So I don't think you know any of their starters will be playing. So I think at that point, maybe the Eagles will probably even sit their starters because they might even be out of the playoff picture because even if they went out 4-0, they could still not make the playoffs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I just I, – I, I see a 3-1 and finish. For Seattle? No, for no, the for Eagles. Eagles. Oh, for yeah, the Eagles. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna, I, I could, I could they're gonna finish nine and eight. We're gonna, you know, uh, pick probably nineteen. Pick a Jalen Rager again. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, the Giants go zero and four. Except I hope they beat the Bears. Oh, they play the Bears. Yeah, they play the Bears. They're the not second, gonna beat the Bears. The last game. 
They're not going to beat the Bears. They could. They always have the Bears number. For some I know, reason. but well, I, well, so I don't. I think Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones might be shut down. So. I think he's shut down. Yeah, you can't. Fuck, I, you can't fuck around with neck injuries. Which which sucks because like that's exactly what you can't have. But that's another thing that we have to talk about with Daniel Jones, and this is a lot on the Giants' medical staff um, because how I don't know. There was a rumor that he was hurt in the Buccaneers game, and then he played in the Eagles game, uh, and that's where he sustained the injury. They asked him about it. They asked Joe about it. I know, and, and he said that was false. But, like, if that isn't false, if there is actual truth of that, shame on – everyone in the medical staff should be fired Everybody. immediately. The coaching staff. Yeah. yeah everyone should terrible. be fired. Um, but – because, like, one thing I will – always credit the player for the toughness and wanting to play because he, he – has got that Eli Manning, like, you can hit me as many times. Well, I'll play through – I'll try to play through whatever. But at the same time is Eli never got hurt. Daniel Jones it has an injury history. Like, he's yes. getting hurt every year. And, like, that's something else that you got to look – that goes into the equation. Most of it, he obviously doesn't have control over because he's getting hit from every angle, mm-hmm. you know, so. I mean, Nick Solder, I'd rather play without a right tackle. Actually, brings me to my next thing. Do you want to get into some Giants talk, or you just want to save that for a different day and get into our Week 15 picks? Uh, the only Giants talk I have is play Jake from. That's <laughs> all I have. Like, like there's no re- – and they said that they're going to try to give Jake some snaps this week, um, but start him. Yeah. Well, why, why wouldn't you start Jake from and at least see what you have? Because Jake from, lest we forget, like a few years ago – there was an argument like, oh, he might go over to him. Like, like there was like, he could, and then he had his senior, not his senior year, his junior year, because uh, he went into the draft after that. But I actually thought he had a worse year than he did, but he actually had a pretty good year. Uh, but I watched, like, there was two games, two Georgia games I watched where he had bad games where I was like, oh, man, Jake Fromm's really falling off. And I guess that stuck because he ended up going in the fifth round. Um, but he was like – if that draft class for years was, oh, it's two and from, and that was a stacked class because Herbert was meant to go the year before, and Joe Burrow, nobody knew Joe Burrow because he was Ohio State outcast, and yeah. he only had the senior year. So Jake Fromm, like, he, like, Jake Fromm had. Who did he play? Ability. I mean, who was he behind in Ohio State? Uh, Haskins. Was he? Good uh, Lord. You might be right. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, no. Um, well, I know Haskins coming into the mix. I think screwed something up, but he was behind. It's gonna kill me. Maybe it was someone before that. I I think it might have been like Cardell Jones or like. No, that's no, years, ago. years ago. Yeah. JT Barrett, maybe. No, I think that's uh, years, years ago, ago too. too. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like last Ohio State starting quarterback. Because Dwayne Haskins was a freshman. That's oh, but didn't he redshirt a year? Haskins? Yeah. He redshirted and then he was a freshman. Because he 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 was a freshman when he went into the draft. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm You could do that? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Well, if you redshirt, because that was the thing. Like you have to have He uh, should have played in college. 100%. He should have stayed 100%. in college. I always say that. I say that with every quarterback. I was like you know who else just stayed in college? Warriors. Mark Sanchez. I, that that but no, that is the one that I always so use. To Pete Carroll. I always use when I say quarterbacks should play four years in college, yeah. and I always say Mark Sanchez is the reason I say that. Yep. Yeah. Because 
I think Mark Sanchez could have been a lot better of a quarterback if he stayed another year. Like, what, what, what's the what's the downside? Don't other than Matt Barkley, what's the downside? Injuries, I guess. I guess. Uh, but, I mean, you, you're you're play, like, you've dedicated your life to this. Like, but you got one shot at that level. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's like, it, that's man. What I'm saying. You're king of the campus down there in Mark Sanchez in USC. Like, yeah. what, what are you leaving for? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what I always say. Uh, but I mean, at least. Like like get to your junior year at the very at least. the very least yeah, get to your junior. You should not be going anytime. Before you that. should be there mentally, physically, all these aspects. Yeah. If you're a junior going look, to the look, NFL, look at Justin Herbert. He yeah. was going to go out when he was a junior, and the Giants were all over him, and I was all over him, and I was like oh, super imagine. stoked on him. And then he stayed, and he's better than I, I thought he was going to be good. I did not see him being this good. You see that throw he made the oh, Guyton? Is that wasn't that crazy, Bullet. dude? He wasn't even. Yards. He wasn't even in stance. No, he just launched on, on, it on the run. Ridiculous, ridiculous. And I love. Ranked. I love watching stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's like I'm, football. I'm a, it's I'm like football huge, porn. I'm a huge Justin Herbert. It's football porn, is what it's it is. Well documented. Yeah. All right. So with that said, you want to get into our week fifteen picks? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Let's gonna take a little break here, which is not gonna seem like a break to you guys because we're just gonna stop and go ahead. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> our week 15 picks. Uh, hold on, let me bring up my schedule here real quick. Wow, what a Thursday night game. But you want to do scores or you just want to do flat-out wins? No, flat-out flat wins and losses. All right, so we got the Chiefs going to L.A. to face the Chargers. What do you think? It's funny because I have, like, I do have the Chiefs finishing ahead of the Chargers. Uh, I think the Chargers win this game. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Chiefs. Yeah. Because the Chargers have no fans. So it's going to be like a home game for the Chiefs. Yeah, that could be true. Yeah. Um, I just think the Chargers got to be riding high off that. That I mean, I know it's the Giants, but like the way that like Herbert was playing, um, they just look they just look good. I guarantee you're going to see some arrow chomping. Yeah. And some, oh, which is a Florida State thing, by the way. I know. You know, they shouldn't be doing that, but anyway. But I also think the Chiefs are going to be riding high off uh, that game against the Raiders, too. Divisional game. Uh, they, they just destroyed. That was their best performance, I would say. Yeah, but that could go either way. They could come back down to earth a little bit because a lot of like a lot of times they do exhaust all, like, putting up those points. Maybe they start sniffing themselves too much, and then they come back to earth and have a loss on a short week. It's I, a short I, week. I, 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 think, I think the – this last week was a turning point for the Chargers. I think they're going to finish out the year strong. All right, well, you're wrong, but – All right, so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. You're not, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, it could go either way. I just have a feeling the Chiefs are going to pull it out. All right, fuck it. All right, so <laughs> – All right, so next game we got – Saturday night games are uh, on the schedule this weekend, so um, – Vegas or Cleveland. What are the chances I can talk Carissa into watching these games? Very little. Yeah, okay. So we got the Raiders traveling to Cleveland to face the Browns. What do you think? I have the Browns winning it, um, but I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think the Browns' defense is going to win it for them. I think it's going to be ugly too, but I have the Raiders winning. Okay. Just because of the COVID issue in the Browns. And Stefanski's got COVID again too. He's not going to be there. That really could play into it. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I will. All right. So, so far, we're different. The first two games. So Saturday night games debuting. We have 820 kickoff with the Patriots traveling to Indianapolis to face the Colts. I think I know where you're going here, but I will ask you first anyway. Yeah. JT and the boys. Yeah, That's yeah. where I'm going with you're it. Such a Colts, pa- 
The Colts are taking this one. You're a, pa- you're a Patriots hater. I'm not. I'm actually just a Colts lover. All right. So now I think as an Eagle fan, I got the uh, snap count locked up here. I think it's going to be locked up this game with Carson, bearing any unforeseen thing. Wouldn't it be such an Eagle thing to happen if, like, Carson's is 74% first, first, first snap, tweak something? Yeah. You know? But anyway, um, I'm going to pick the Colts as well. Okay. So we got the Titans going to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. And Steelers actually rebounded very well in Minnesota. That was very encouraging to see that they still actually, you know, play. By the way, we didn't even talk about it. Chase, Chase Claypool, what are you doing? With that celebrating and stuff? And then he blamed his offensive lineman uh, in, the, in the interview uh, after I, the I, game. I, t- I tell you what, like, Mike Tomlin does not have time for no. shit. Like, I, Tomlin I, is one of my favorite I coaches in the NFL. And, like, I, I like I, I'm not gonna say like obviously like Claypool's like done, but I'm like I, I think that you're gonna he's gonna get a stern talking to absolutely and because Tom was not going anywhere anytime no, soon unless he wants he to should, and, he and that's how that's just how Pittsburgh operates yeah. they choose their guy and they roll with it yeah you know? but uh, and they always choose the right guy to but like that that is I, I don't think you're gonna be seeing that type of crap from Claypool uh, ever again yeah because like look. And like Tom would be like, look, you're no Antonio Brown, and look how that went down. Like I'm, I'm not afraid to. He got chewed out. I guarantee he got chewed out. As he should be. Yes. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Tomlin, Tomlin, probably. Yeah. No. Well, no. I've seen. We've seen some ridiculous things. But but it's that's just like I I can't even believe. And then he got mad at his offensive lineman and called and called him out after the game. Trey Turner, uh, like, well, uh, I got the ball snatched out of my hands. A seasoned veteran and a leader trying to clean up his mess. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you got the ball smacked out of your hands because you're an idiot. Yeah, you were doing something wrong. You're a moron. You are an absolute moron. Anyway, okay. So, oh, did we pick? No, let me pick. Okay, uh, Titans. I had the Titans, but I think this game's going to be a really messy game too. Yeah, it'll probably be closer than people expect. Yeah, and I also think it's going to be filled with interceptions and yeah. punts, and yeah. it's going to be like a gross game. Yeah, yeah, we're going to see a couple of Ben uh, highlight reels with yeah. the uh, fumbling and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I think. All right, now we got the Panthers and Sam Darnold probably traveling to Buffalo to face the Bills. Uh, Buffalo. 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 Okay. Uh, Washington Eagles. We'll skip that. We'll wait till the end. Uh, and we got the Tech. Oh my God! Everybody rushing to the TV to watch this game. Oh, yeah. Texans at the Jaguars. I'm going to go Texans here. I'm going Texans. Too. Boom. All right. Big matchup for the NFC East this week. We've got Cowboys at Giants. We'll, of course, wait till the end. Uh, Cardinals-Lions. I mean, you know, what are we doing? Yeah. Cardinals, right? Cardinals. Okay. Uh, Jets-Dolphins. Dolphins. I know I, 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 I want to pick this as a upset. I want to do it. Do it, please. And I think I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to pick the Jets, even though I just iced them for like yeah. five, ten minutes about how they look like a uh, third game, fourth quarter preseason team. Yeah. But It's I, one thing to be a bad team, but it's another thing to not even be a team. Hey, Dolphins coming off the bye. They're going to take the Jets likely. Uh, not likely. Lightly. So but that's just my feeling. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, you know, I'm crazy sometimes. Yeah. All right, we got the Bengals traveling to Denver to face the Broncos. Uh, Bengals? Bengals. Bengals. Uh, Falcons, Niners, 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 Seahawks, Rams, Rams, Rams. Okay, Packers, Ravens. This is a tough one. I know. It's not for me, but you know. I'm going Packers. 
Ravens just lost Marlon Humphrey. Yep. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I think Jimmy Smith had a child. Um, but I, well, he should I like be, how you he said he had be, a child. Yeah, he should, he should be back. For <laughs> Unfortunately, this game. you know. Unfortunately, <laughs> but he should be back for this game. Yeah, that but, poor um, bastard, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. Hate to be him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, congratulations. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Hey. Sorry. Sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> nah, but really, that, that's um, awesome. It's a beautiful thing giving but, life uh, to another yeah, thing. I don't know if Lamar's playing yet. Um, Marlon Humphrey's a big loss for them. Mm-hmm. Are the Packers getting Darius Smith back? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I think they're also getting Jahir Alexander back as well. I know. So like, so that's, that's like I, I'm going Packers. Okay. I think Packers by a landslide. That's it. That's all. I got. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah I, I can see this game being like. I'm not gonna say blowout, but not close at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saints Buccaneers. Connor, where are you going here? Bucks. I think the Saints. I think this for some reason Tom can't play the Saints. It's true, but it's at home, and I just think Tom is so fed up with like the the whole losing to the Saints that yeah. he's just gonna be like, I'm, "This is a revenge game." All right, Connor. Vikings, Bears. Vikings lose. Season's over. Where are you doing? Vikings all day. Bears. Vikings all day. Bears are going to stay with that top five pick for my New York. Oh, is this because you want the Bears to lose or you actually think the Bears are going to lose? Both. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I think Bears are going to win. Plus, I want them to win because I want the Giants out of the top ten. <laughs> well, it won't be. I don't think they'll be out of the top ten at this point. Eh, they could be. I doubt it. Could be one of those picks is going to be in the top ten. I'll tell you that. The Giants pick is going to be in the top ten. Well, yeah, but I mean, the Bear, right now the Bears pick is lower than the Giants or higher than the Giants. Yeah, but it's gonna it's gonna get higher, I don't think so. even higher, I don't think so. even higher. I don't think so. All right, let's go with Dallas traveling to New York to face your football Giants. Dallas. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't see how. Yeah, I picked the Giants a couple times this year, and I they they disappointed me. But I mean, Jake Fromm or Mike Lennon playing this game, the Michael Parsons is going to eat this. Eat this game. So that's all I gotta say. You have anything to add to this, or all I have to add is play Jake from. I mean, first off, the Giants have a bit of a COVID thing too. Kadarius Tony COVID for the second time. Yeah, he wasn't even um, he wasn't even playing. Xavier McKinney, which is a huge loss for them. Yeah. Uh, COVID. He is the he right now. He's a high risk. Um, everyone else tested positive, but he's so he's not vaccinated. Well, I, I don't know if it even matters because, like, well, if they put him on the list and he's high risk, that means he's not vaccinated. Well, he was in, he was in uh, contact. That's what, that's what it was. He was in contact. Yeah, but I think they only put on that list if uh, they're not vaccinated. Uh, but but you can still test positive if you're vaccinated. Of course you can. Yeah, but yeah. You, still, you still wouldn't play. But there, but the, the rules don't apply to that with vaccinated players. Regardless, of it, he's not playing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah um, he could play. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention Quez Watkins on the COVID list for the Eagles. That sucks. I like Quez. And and Washington just announced eight more players today. I know. Eighteen now. Eighteen um, players, yeah. dude. Um, Wait, fifty-three man roster, right? So that takes them to what? 36? Yeah. 30, 37? No, 34, 35. Adding. 35. 35. Wow, dude. So that's going to be interesting. But uh, I don't think I think they're going to can't. I think they're going to forfeit the game. Might, um, but uh, it should be huge. Uh, that but, sucks, uh, yeah, though. Yeah, that really sucks. But hey, I mean, I mean everyone knew. Everyone knew what it was sucks for me. I mean, I'm in the playoffs for fantasy. I got Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders. That's Just, true. I didn't even think about the implications yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, but. 
but yeah, anyway, with, with the Dallas and, and the Giants, uh, all I have to say is play Jake from as much as possible. Like, Mike Glennon, you know what he is, what's going to happen. You don't know. Maybe you find a diamond in the rough with Jake from. Who knows? Like, I mean, you never know. You might as well. Could be your backup quarterback going forward. Exactly. Could be. Exactly. It. You know, because let's say if you don't go with Daniel Jones the next year, you're going to have to get rid of him. You can't have him on the roster. Yeah. So, have Jake Fromm there. And look, Jake Fromm do it. Like, have some upside. Have, have a full, full year of Jake Fromm. See if you have something there. And if you don't, you're probably going to be terrible again, and you'll have a chance to pick Bryce Young or one of the other guys. Absolutely. So, Love me some Bryce Young. Yeah. I think they trade for Russ, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, so, Washington, we got traveling to Philadelphia. And kind of this, well, we just said it could be forfeited, but – this is your first time traveling to Philadelphia for a game, isn't I, it? I will be at this game. Yeah, he's going to be coming uh, with me. With, with tomatoes over here. There you go. Um, I'm excited for that, and I'm also picking the home team. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to with what's going on right now. Yeah. 18 players on the on the list of COVID. It's uh, it's not a it's not a good scenario, and um, I just... hey, but you also never know too, like. You've seen it before, like hungry, hungry guys that are on the practice squad getting their shot that could be their one of shot. Course. Like they're gonna do all they can to play. Like they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Like you, you never know. I would not. That's a great under, point that shouldn't be lost. That I it, would not underestimate. Is. You know, Washington coming in full force, uh, but I, I still pick Philly in this game. Yeah, I, I and if do. Philly happens to lose this game and Jalen Hurts is playing, he's done. In my opinion, he, and yeah, it could be because like be. there's no excuse not to win this game. No, like, no excuse. Y- yeah, you, you gotta win this game. You got none. You got basically none of their star play- players playing. I don't think. I don't think McLaurin's gonna be ready to go with the concussion no, issue. I don't think so either. So Heineke is like he'll play, but he's gonna be banged up. Yeah, you know. So yeah, no excuse. So I'm gonna pick the Eagles too as well. Yeah. All right, Connie. That wraps it up. That wraps another, it up. another edition here. Yeah. You got anything else to add before we get we get out of here for oh, tonight? The one last thing I did want to add since we brought up the Giants. Hit me, baby. Before is uh, I just want to give a shout out to Andrew Thomas, who is looking. He really is turning into an elite left tackle, and that's Good. one bright spot on the Giants. Like he, th- there were plays because um, he was lined up against Joey Bosa for most of the the Chargers game, and I mean again it's Joey Bosa, but. There were plays where he absolutely shut Bosa down. Yeah. And like, and again, like Bosa's the type of guy where, like, okay, you can expect him. He got beat once and it didn't, it wasn't a sack or anything. Like, and he didn't even get beat cleanly. Like, he got hands on him and Joey Bosa was lining way out and like way back and he had like all this space to make a move and Bosa made a great move. And Thomas still got enough hands on him and um, Glennon rolled out left and, got rid of the ball like it was enough time where it didn't turn in, in into anything bad good but he was all over both see that connor you gotta be so encouraged with because that is that is something that i am like super like oh, right finally we have a, a franchise left tackle yes like absolutely that, that is a very hard thing to find and something that i am very very happy and pleased with that they can at least Try to build on that. Will they do it? Who the hell knows? But I, I'm very happy with that. And I shout out to Andrew Thomas for, you know, really turning into an elite left tackle. We both lucked out with left tackles. I mean, we go from what? 
um, 12, 14 years of Jason Peters. And then now we've got Jordan Maialata, yeah. who is probably, I'm going to say, the best Eagles draft pick in history. He's guy didn't you he can't Connor. Up, he's up, he I, I I don't know all of the Eagles draft picks, but I gotta say, what a steal he is. He didn't know how to snap on a helmet when he came into training camp. It was just and he's 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 gonna be a I believe a top at the best top five left tackle. Yeah, he he, he, yeah, he has been and like I because I, I I told you like I watch you know like the Baldy breakdowns yeah um, which I love by the way if you don't follow he understands Brian, how to use his size yeah. now if you, you know? don't follow Brian Baldinger yes uh, go follow him because he has great breakdowns just don't look at his hand yeah <laughs> just, he has great breakdowns not all like uh, of just ra- random plays throughout the league but you know mostly centered around offensive linemen because yep. he was one but you know mm-hmm. other stuff as well too um, but he's a great follow but I watch all this stuff. And specifically, like the Giants Eagles game where he had a couple breakdowns of Mylotta. That guy is a bull. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. I and could I, could I say this? I think I'm going to say the Eagles have the best offensive line of football. It's definitely up there. Yeah. Like, it's definitely up there. I'd and their the depth Browns, is insane. That's the other. That's the other thing of why they're so good is their depth. Because yeah. I, I I would say the Browns are up there. Um, the Colts are still up there. You know? Yeah. Even the Cowboys are still up there. Uh, th- like, there's teams that are definitely uh, th- like it- it's kind of like a is there like a a number one? Who cares? But like top five, t- top five lines, Eagles, no doubt, absolutely. Right? And again, depth is the most important thing because you know there's teams like the Giants who have a bad offensive line, and but besides that, like they have they have injuries every week and they have no depth. Anyway, so yeah. like, it's depth is huge for all. Like, I always think in every draft you should draft. Like, depending on your your situation, you should draft like two, two to three linemen at some point, depending on, you know. That's the that's the Eagles' philosophy yeah. between like the lines. It, you see it all the time with cornerbacks, which I think is also the next important thing for for depth purposes, where you see guys drafted yes. in the sixth and seventh round. Take flyers on guys late, especially interior linemen. Take flyers. Like, yep. There's no reason, it, uh, unless there's like a huge faller at another position where you're like really taking advantage of something like that. I mean, you should always be drafting linemen just to have depth or camp battles, anything like that. And the Giants have completely neglected that uh, through Gettleman's reign, which is hilarious because he talked all this junk about hog mollies and whatnot and he's drafted like uh i don't know four or five linemen in four years yeah um which is absurd to me because there's been so many good linemen uh, classes um but yeah teams should always 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 do that because your team will go a lot of times your team will go as far look the teams that have good offensive lines that aren't rebuilding right now are some of the best teams in football or at least playoff teams Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, you hit the nail, nail on the head. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got nothing else to go. So, yeah. um, I just want to discuss just for a second, like, you know, uh, format going forward. I think I'll be on board with this. So, we'll close out the year the same way we're doing. We'll talk about playoff games, you know, Super Bowl when that comes around. Then as soon as the Super Bowl ends, we're going to do some roster evaluation of the Eagles and Giants and, 
you know, other actually, teams as well. other teams as well. And but mainly, I think I want to get into the Eagles and Giants right afterwards because yeah. we know the most about them. And then before we know it, we'll see the combine. Then the month we'll see the freaking free agency class Drafts, come out. Free agents, Drafts, yeah. Where we think guys are gonna go. It's gonna that. it's gonna be awesome. We can act, actually we even have to talk about after week eighteen. Black Monday with the firing of coaches, I, man. I, I can't wait to talk. About yeah, because that's when all the changes happen. Just firing you know? of coaches, firing of general managers. Yeah, general manager, everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be interested by that. So and who's going to become available? Where we think those guys are going to end up? Where we think their best fit is? Uh huh. A lot of fun stuff. Can't wait, dude. So yeah. that's it. So uh, you know, week 14 in the books on to week 15. We'll be on maybe next week. We'll see how it goes. Christmas week. So yeah. I, I don't know if we we have stuff planned and stuff. So we'll see how that works out. But Regardless, we'll be on before New Year's. Yeah. So with that said, peace. Peace.